just jump right into it? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're... About the, about the, uh, the, the recording situation here? <laughs> That's what I call it. Uh, yeah. yeah and we, I don't have time to say all the syllables. We's so. doing it. And I'm Steven. <laughs> I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. And uh, today, we are going to do something new we haven't done before. We're going to record back-to-back. Uh, two, hopefully, short episodes. Uh, we'll probably average about two hours each. And uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> we'll be recording for, for all day, apparently. Yes. Well, we've got some uh, some scheduling things coming up, so uh, that's that's how we're going to do it. We're going to aim for one hour a piece, but uh, it's us, so yep. we know that's not going to happen. So <laughs> enjoy your uh, your regularly <laughs> scheduled uh, LTAS podcast. We might do well with this. We might. Who knows? I'll Odds are it's not in not, our favor. Not at all. History is not in our favor, for sure. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's what, uh, what we're going to do. Now, um, the, the sponsor for today's show, and um, we keep getting new sponsors on board. It's great. Um, it's, it, 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 we're really rolling right along. <laughs> uh, the sponsor for today's show is Ape Juice, the juice from apes. <laughs> It's like cow's milk, but way more dangerous and not at all beneficial to your body. Use coupon code we won't sue at checkout and get half a percent off. Oh, that's Ape nice. Juice. FDA denied since 1893. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was that old. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been, been around uh, illegally for quite some time. That's great. But, uh, but we do appreciate the fine folk over at uh, Ape Juice for sponsoring the show. And uh, Really appreciated. It's not going to be the worst part of the show, I'll tell you that. <laughs> The thing is, I'm glad that they like, it's like an old company, but like they're going to new media, you know, supporting mm-hmm. our show. So we really appreciate that. But I wouldn't have expected it from a company that old yeah. that I haven't well, heard of yet, but is definitely out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but first, before we jump into uh, whatever we're talking about today, uh, I do want to remind everyone to uh, email your questions and show topic ideas and, of course, dog pictures mm. to Let's Talk About Stuff podcast at gmail.com and be sure to follow us on twitter and instagram at ltas pod indeed so yeah um today i'm drinking um a beer shock of all shocks what? uh but uh normally i like to try new things on the show mm-hmm. but you know i've, I've uh, had some hits and misses here recently so i wanted yeah. to go back to a something that i enjoy drinking which is Sam going Adams. to be of course Boddington's. Hey, Boddington's is great. Boddington's Pub L. Uh, it is fantastic, and it's my favorite, uh, uh, my favorite beer can design of all time. Oh yeah, got this. It's totally this yellow rad. and black. Looks fantastic. I saw it at a uh, at an English pub here in in Tulsa, mm. and uh, I saw the can just sitting there. And I said, "What is that? <laughs> Bring me one of those." I need it in my and, life. Uh, and they did, and it was delicious. And uh, I've enjoyed them ever since yeah. so um good job england maybe we'll come back to you <laughs> we're kind of in hard times right but now so like we said early uh, earlier uh probably not odds aren't in our favor and either is history we'll probably not come back to you right <laughs> <laughs> but yeah boddington's is great uh i don't know if we've talked oh, man, so i think good. we've one of us has had that on the show maybe i think we've talked about that a little bit but i'm not positive Anyway, uh, it's on the show Friends as well. When they go to England, they talk about Boddington's. And I was always like, mm-hmm. whatever, that's a made-up beer. And then I found it one time, and I was like, this beer actually exists. That's crazy. And it's great. Boddington's. Boddington's. <laughs> exactly. But I'm like, I get it now. That I would, If I saw it at a bar now, I'd be like, sweet Boddington's. Yes. It's awesome. It's a go-to for me. I love yeah. it. Plus, they also, Fantastic. in that show, talked about it like uh, they couldn't get it. 
and the states or whatever. And, and now it's just like here. It's like in Oklahoma and it's in Texas or so whatever. But maybe at the time mm-hmm. it wasn't. I don't know. But uh, glad that we have opportunity to, to see with that. Oh, man, that's so good. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, I am not drinking anything today because I just didn't feel like it. So I won't be drinking anything for the next show either. Cause not water. He's nope. he actually has a spit sucker just <laughs> suctioning spit right out of his mouth. You might hear it on the mic. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> non hydration Sunday <laughs> is what Stephen Ooh. is observing currently. Mm, it sounds delicious. My uh, my words will get <laughs> sloppier and tighter as we go. It'll be a, a wonderful treat for everybody. Just Mine smacking. too, but for a totally different reason. <laughs> Should be interesting. Uh, so. We do have a, a shout out for today's show, and that's going to go to Kent Blue and his podcast, Roll to Play. The episode that Stephen and I were on with our wives just came out this past Thursday. If you haven't had a chance to uh, download it yet, do so because it's hilarious. Yeah, it's um, great. I, I listened back to it. Did you? Yeah, as well? yeah. I listened to it. Uh, you, okay. Yeah, or yeah, Friday at work. Yeah. Yeah, man, it was so funny. Yeah. I, I had a had a blast being on that show, and he did a, a great job of being the uh, the game master and walking us through the different scenarios yeah. and everything. I like. Um, uh, there's some parts that are really funny that he really had to, like walk us through because like we weren't doing stuff that was available to us, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I didn't even think about that. I was just like, those are rooms I don't care about. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, got a, he did a good job of steering us, but not too much, letting us do our own thing a lot of the time, which was great. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. I'm just getting getting choked up. Excuse me. <clears throat> but yeah, I forgot a lot anyway. of the absurd things that we had done in that until I listened to the back, and I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." So did I. Yeah. In the uh, for the listeners, the the premise is that uh, the the four of us are animals, uh, like half human, half animal hybrids. And um, uh, I was a fox. Stephen was a raccoon, and then both of our wives were goat girls who had birthdays on the same day. Um, one goat had fat knees. The other one had fat breasts. Um, but yeah, so uh, we had a blast. There were um, things involving um, Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Moore makes an appearance yeah. at a certain point. Uh, Pluto Nash is brought up multiple times, almost uh, to an annoying amount. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, there's uh, just a lot of uh, humor sprinkled throughout. So uh, yeah, definitely go check out that that episode of Roll to Play and go yeah. ahead and subscribe and give him a five star review. Uh, you can follow uh, Roll to Play on Twitter at Roll to Play Pod, then on Instagram at Roll to Play Podcast. So yeah, yeah, definitely go check all of that stuff out. Yeah, and he's uh, I follow him on Twitter now, and uh, he's been posting about other games that he's he's putting out there and other ones that people have been playing. And there's like so many weird, funny games out there that people have created. It's awesome. Like so many <laughs> worlds that I'm like, okay, I check that out a little bit. So. Right. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> the the game we played, Trashkin, it was a I guess what's called a, a one page yeah. game. So all of the rules and, and character stats and all of that stuff are literally handwritten on a sheet of like copy paper. Yeah. And it just has made its way around the internet evidently. It's pretty cool. And, I mean and, uh, yeah. it was, yeah. I wouldn't I don't even I can't wrap my mind around how like all of those stats and everything are, are generated. I know, but, right? Uh, yeah. The uh, whoever created that game did a did a great job. Yeah. So and it was really fun, yeah. It was a lot of fun. So, should we move on to some of our mini topic discussions here? Yeah. Um, so, I literally just finished about an hour ago the last episode of Marvel's Runaways. Nice. On Hulu. I uh, watched it over the last week since you had said that the uh, 
episodes were all in full on Hulu, and I wasn't I wasn't waiting anymore. I was like, okay, I could binge this, but mm. I also uh, I was watching it alone. Amanda didn't really care, and she's been out of town and stuff. So uh, I I wouldn't watch one uh, more than one a night for a while was what, what I was trying. So I was at least trying to like space it out a little bit, but not mm-hmm. like I didn't have to wait a week or a month or anything like that. Um, and then I had some scheduling stuff, so I changed it up. But even the last few days that I've been watching uh, the last like half of the series, like since Friday night, I would watch an episode and maybe watch a different show for an episode or do something else or read or whatever and then come back to it. So I've always tried to like space that out a little bit to get kind of the flavor of what you had as well uh, and not totally just binge watch all of it, which I think was okay. good. It was, it was cool to let those little mysteries settle for a little bit and think about mm-hmm. things and where it would go and then kind of get back into it. So... But uh, yeah, I really, really dug it, man. It was a great oh, well, show. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was super fun. There's, there's definitely some issues with it and some things I don't like, but uh, overall, it's a blast and a very interesting premise that I'm still trying to figure my mind around, though. So. Really- yeah. <laughs> so um, the the most important question is, what did you think of Old Lace, the oh, dinosaur? Old Lace is great, man. Okay, okay. and I'm gonna say I want to I want to spoiler this uh, oh, because. Yes. Uh, I, I definitely want to talk about this in full with you since we've both seen it now and not, not skirt around that. So spoilers from here on out, but, uh, old lace is fantastic. Um, I, I, the CGI is spotty, but it's, it's pretty good for TV. Mm. Uh, but the, it, it looks like what they mainly have is like a head portion. That's like really detailed and, and like a mm. real, um, like animatronic or something. And it looks great, like straight yes. out of Jurassic Park. So any shots, and most of the shots they do with it, um, they do a good job of like utilizing their different, um, either the, the puppet or the CGI in different circumstances. But they have a lot of like close scenes with Gert, who uh, kind of controls the dinosaur, and, uh, and that dinosaur, and it looks so good. So that was awesome. I was thrilled anytime I saw Old Lace pop up. Like I was, mm-hmm. there was one point, like in maybe episode eight or nine, where Gert was in the car with somebody else. I can't can't remember. Uh, I'm dinosaur blind. Uh, that's all I focus <laughs> on. But she was in the car somewhere, and I thought, oh man, <laughs> she, there's no dinosaur in sight. And then the, the the camera pushes towards the back seat. And you see something move. Yeah, Old Lace is sitting there under a blanket. And I thought, yes, at least it's there. Like it's it's just. That, that's really all I need. The know? shopping cart when they're going through the streets of L.A. <laughs> yeah. I, they just have a blanket over her and like her little feet or talons are like hanging down. It's so cute. It's like a puppy. Like they really treat it like it can get into the back seat or the, the trunk. Like it curls up where she needs it. It's just big, yeah. a big dog. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh, great. And um, yeah, she also shows up in the dumpster at the bus station mm-hmm. uh, in the next to last or last episode. And uh, she's like eating trash. And I was like... Oh, old lace. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the part I had alluded to in an earlier episode where I, yeah. it, I, I threw something like a like a baby and then uh, started bitching, but um, <laughs> they, they won me back. So in that episode, Gert has to tell old lace, you know, you just need to go run free mm-hmm. because, you know, we're we're trying to run away um, mm-hmm. because that's the name of the show. We have to do it. Yeah. So um, old lace runs off into the uh, into the the woods or whatever and i thought oh man this is now they're not going to have this dinosaur on the show it's going to be probably yeah. like a season or two before we see her again if at all mm-hmm. um but nope she shows up at the the end of the episode and she's she's part of the group that's 
Yeah. But when they're all running away, she's she's the last one pulling up the tail. So Yeah, when they hey, nice. When they uh run through that alley and all the homeless guys are like watching them run through and it's mm. like all stylized and then <laughs> fucking dinosaur runs through, I was like, This show is cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a dinosaur running around, people don't really even care that much. Yeah. They're just like, It's LA, it's probably a stunt. <laughs> well it's one of those things that you can get away with in superhero stories whether it's comics or you know movies television whatever like mm. once you've got the 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 hero in in the costume or whatever mm. like that you've built up to them when they wear it it's just like it's just part of the show at a certain yeah. point so i think that's what they've got with the with the dinosaur running around is like yeah okay there, there's just a dinosaur in this so <laughs> yeah, everything's, cool. everything's fine you know just like a girl that that uh, glows rainbow colors we've yeah. got um a girl with like uh, that's super strong you know, all of mm-hmm. this stuff. So why not have a dinosaur in it? Yep. No, and that's yeah. the thing. Like I read, so I read about the comic a little bit online, just like the general synopsis of it. And, uh, it seems a lot more far fetched than the show is even going, but I'm wondering like what's going to change. Like if, have you heard if they're, if they really changed some of these characters, but there was like a lot more like, at least seemingly that they haven't shown us yet about like aliens being involved and a lot, like a lot of different things like mutants and, just various things. So, do you know how the show is going to approach those um, with no, other characters? I, I haven't. Uh, I haven't really looked into it. I, and since this season just ended, I don't mm-hmm. know if they're they've started working on the the next one yet. Um, yeah. And if they they have, they they probably wouldn't reveal all of that stuff mm-hmm. at this point. But um, you know, if if the I'm kind of wondering if the the Disney buying Fox thing is able to go through and they can mm-hmm. get the rights to mutants back. Yeah. If that's something that would show up in the show or not, but um, because in the comics, Molly is a mutant, and mm-hmm. that's why she's she's so strong. It's just her her mutant power. In this series, it's like some type of experimentation with a rock, and mm-hmm. there's an explosion and everything. So um, even if they change her origin or whatever, that's not to say that you know mutants can play a factor in you know any number of shows later down the road or whatever. Yeah. As long as they're not in humans, then I think we're okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what but, a miss. <laughs> uh, oh. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I I really like the show quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there were, like you had mentioned, there were a few performances on there where I'm just like, wh- why why are we wasting time with with this? Yeah. Um, what were your your issues with the show? Um, the uh, you you I, we had alluded this to in, in text at least, but uh, the melodramatic storylines and mm-hmm. and basically it was like teenage emotions which it's hard to it's like i was a teenager i get it your emotions are crazy and you do kind of go back and forth with like who you like or um what's the biggest thing in your life at any given moment and it can change on a dime but like there was some weird character choices where like some of the the people that liked each other the girls or the guys and and vice versa uh it would like switch in a moment and mm-hmm. I would be like, why, why are you mad? Why are you mad right now? And they'd just be like, well, if you don't even say who you like, then I won't say who I like. And I'm like, well, why are you guys all mad? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, some of those things I was – I didn't really know, like, what I thought about them. I didn't really care for them or whatever. But uh, I get it. It's teenagers. So that kind of stuff, I can, I can forgive it. It's fun uh, in the show overall. It's just some of it's, like, a little annoying. Yeah. 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 So that was a big part of it. Yeah. Kids being kids, you know. Yeah, and I don't like kids, so. <laughs> but I like I like these kids. Um, I love the diversity of the group, and they talk about mm-hmm. it and stuff too. And um, the uh, the premise of the show is interesting. It took I, I like the uh, 
it doesn't really like reveal everything at first. And, um, some of that, I was just like, so lost for a while, but it was like, it's cool storytelling and they did get a job of it. And, um, some of it, I, um, wish they would have like revealed earlier. I wish I would have known things, but it's, it's cool. Cause it makes it for a good rewatch as well. So mm-hmm. yeah. Seeing how all of the, the, the tracks have been laid for yeah. plot lines that come up. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, let's talk about the parents real quick. So the, uh, one thing I want to point out, and I haven't been able to talk to anyone about this because I don't uh, know who's seen it or, or whatever, but the um, Nico's parents, um, mm-hmm. Nico and her family are, are Asian. The I think the dad, every time I see him <laughs> and he's got his glasses on, I'm like, holy shit, this guy is Clark Kent. I cannot oh, stop thinking about it. He looks just yeah. like Clark Kent. I can totally see that. But whatever. I mean, yeah. he, he is like the spitting image. I'd say... Put him in a Superman costume and call it good. Interesting. Yeah. No, when you started to say that, I was like, you know, he kind of reminds me of an Asian Brandon Routh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> right so there point. you go. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I'm with you, man. That's interesting. And that would be uh, that'd be a cool play. Um, mm-hmm. Especially, they've already, you know. They've already had one. Uh, I think uh, Dean Kane is Korean, I believe. Oh, part really? Korean. So, yeah. He was technically uh, the, the first Asian Superman, but uh, so there's not a, a major precedent for it. But uh, I do think he looks like he walked right off the, the comic page there. As, yeah, as man, I would love so. to see like a mock-up of that. Yeah. That'd be cool. Let me can work you, on it. Yeah, can you draw me one? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it this afternoon. <laughs> oh, shit. I got to go. <laughs> Get to work. I'll record for the rest of the time by myself. <laughs> there you go. Um, so what about uh, the, the situation with the... Uh, uh, Carolina is it Carolina? Carolina? I think it's Carolina. Yeah, it's Carolina. spelled like yeah. Either way, I guess. But yeah. uh, uh, but her mm-hmm. her her family they've got some some shit going on. They got some issues. Uh, <laughs> so I told him, I told Amanda I thought she might actually like this um, show a little bit because um, uh, it's kind of like the OC and it was created for television by Josh Schwartz who created the OC. Mm-hmm. And uh, we watched that show for a while and stuff. So um, I uh, thought she might like that part. And then I also, Amanda really loves to research about Scientology. And she's just like fascinated by how people get involved with that religion, quote unquote, uh, mm-hmm. and, and cults in general and stuff like that. So uh, the religion that plays Gaborum in this show, mm-hmm. and it plays like a big role. I really didn't know like how much it was going to play. And it, it plays like a huge central role. Um, I was like, Amanda might really dig the show because it's, it's kind of interesting, uh, in that realm. But, uh, yeah, their family is, is super interesting. And, uh, she becomes, I think the first version of a glowing superhero that I've actually thought was cool. Um, okay. I thought the way I, one thing I would, I love about the show is the way that they just let these kids and let the whole kind of like mysticism of this world unveil to them and, and the audience as well. And it's like, if you didn't know that superpowers existed in the world and you started to develop superpowers, but like you've, it seems like they grew up with like movies with superheroes in them and stuff still, um, that they're kind of like, Hey, I have superpowers, but like, they all don't really talk about it at first. They're kind of like angsty teenagers and they don't really know what to say. Or like, did I even see that happen? Like, cause her bracelet falls off, you know, and she's not even yeah. sure. Um, and I like the way that it's letting teenagers just like really discover this all on their own and like test their own abilities. And, uh, some of the things I didn't like with her, like how she learned she could fly, I thought was a really stupid 
set piece or whatever, <laughs> yeah. uh, that she's like drunk. That was another thing. It was like, it didn't make any sense. She was like drunk on this ledge and like started to roll off and Chase grabbed her bracelet off and then she's flying and glowing. And I was like, okay, sure. It she's like flying. A stretch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But to get there, you know, but, but the idea of it was fine. Um, but it's cool. I think that was cool. And, and she actually can do some shit with them. Uh, mm-hmm. she like does some sort of like, you know, power push thing from her hands is like laser beam thing. And that was cool. So, uh, so yeah, I thought overall, like I thought she was an interesting character, uh, and how she played out with her powers and stuff. I thought I hadn't really seen that much. So, yeah. Yeah. The, her, her parents are, they've got some shit going on. Uh, they're the, yes, the heads of the church in a way. Um, her mom is the actual head of the church. Her dad is a, uh, an actor, who's closely mm-hmm. associated with the church. So similar to, I don't know, let's say Shmom <laughs> Schmooze. Um, I'm pretty sure that was his actual name in the show. I didn't I ever so. catch that. Yeah. <laughs> no, what's funny is the, uh, I looked it up. I looked up all the actors in this just to see if I would have seen them in anything else. Uh-huh. Um, the, the dad's name, his actual like first name is Kip. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. that's on point. <laughs> he, was, he was made for this role. <laughs> he was on, um, remember the Titans uh, and some other movies like back in that era. And when I saw him on this oh, one, that's he's, right. He was the, the right? blonde. He's like the, the new sunshine. Hair? Yeah. He's like the new okay. quarterback or whatever. Um, and whenever I saw him in this, I was like, wait a second. He's playing the dad. I'm still waiting for him to make it in movies. Because, like, I remember seeing him then. I was like, oh, this guy's going to blow up for whatever reason. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I haven't seen him in a number of years. And then there he pops up in the show. So, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was funny. But Kit. And then out of all the people that ugly Ryan Gosling somehow made a career out of it. <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. Weird. <laughs> but uh, but her, her Carolina's mom, is um, sleeping with this guy that's just covered in, like, <laughs> like wilting skin. Oh, yeah. That was pretty gross. Uh, that was gross. They did a great job on they those did. those uh, those effects. But um, then he eventually turns into Julian McMahon, who is Doctor Doom in the, the <laughs> <laughs> those two Doctor Doom or those uh, two uh, Fantastic Four movies. And uh, I I actually liked him in this. Um, yeah. He, I, I really am still a little bit confused as to you know what exactly his his thing is, other than trying not to be a wilty. Like bedridden person, uh-huh. but um, but yeah, I mean overall, I I liked it. I thought he he added a nice mix to the uh, to the adult cast whenever mm-hmm. he showed up. Yeah, no, I thought he was good. Um, I've barely seen those movies and I barely remember them. But if, so it was for me. I was like, I'm pretty sure he played Doctor Doom. That's weird. But uh, and I don't really remember his like acting in that at all. And I, I he's he has one of those faces like I remember him in other movies, but not really what it, from. Uh, but I thought he was good in this. I thought he was a good kind of menacing, uh, villain. He doesn't, hasn't done a ton in the show so far. Um, but I'm kind of intrigued to see, you know, what powers he really has and what his deal really is because we still don't really know by the end of the show at all. So Mm -hmm. hold on just a second. There we go. I'm I'm adding Fantastic Four movies to our our, our movie watching thing. Oh man! <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't do that. Can we watch Nobody Fan Four Stick as well? <laughs> oh fuck no! <laughs> Going to delete my my computer. Oh no. Um. So yeah, I think that's. Did you have anything else that you wanted to I was, add on? Yeah, just uh, kind of alluding to right at the end too uh, with with his character, but um, the show doesn't really. It doesn't show you what is going to happen down in the hole or like what's down there. They kind of hint at it and they've, it's kind of like there's something living down mm-hmm. there now. 
Um, I don't know if you know from the books. Is that is that is this all like a new plot line? So you know what's going to happen. No, I I know what happens in the comic. Okay. Now on <clears throat> these translations from you know comic to screen, they will occasionally change things. Yeah. Sometimes for budgetary reasons, but hey, we got a dinosaur out of this, so sure. maybe we're they'll they'll go with it. But um, the the Church of the Gaborum, the Gaborum in that that title, um, those are um, those are those are things. Uh, oh. It's a it's a, a real thing. Um, in real life, and not like not here in, in real life, but in in the the Marvel universe. Should we a, join a, as an actual thing? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're saying? You seem very concerned. <laughs> Is this a conversion podcast? <laughs> to the Church Stephen, of I'm here with the Church of the Gaborum. Uh, we're here to talk to you today. Um, but oh, uh, but yeah, so okay. the I don't know if, if you want me to spoil it or what. I I don't uh, know. Uh, I hold back right now. I'm gonna say okay because uh, I this is one of those that I'm not even sure I'd read the book afterwards. I was actually mm-hmm. uh, curious what you thought um, if I should read it after this or or, or if I'd like it. I guess. Um, you can, um, I mean, <laughs> I, I think you would, I mean, it's a, a popular series, mm-hmm. the runaways is, um, and it was, I love the series. I've got, you know, the different hardcovers on my, my bookshelf here. Um, you, you can, I mean, that would probably, I think in that first six or 12 issues, you get to see what the Gaborum are. Okay. Um, and so I, that that might spoil that for you, but yeah. I mean that's just part of the, yeah, the story. Cool. Um, but it would be if if it's the same thing for the series, it would be special effects intensive mm-hmm. for them to to do that. So maybe a, a waiting for the second season uh, with hopefully a larger budget would would help them get there at a certain yeah. point. But at this point, it's just a kind of a slow burn on uh, on that end of things. Okay, that's cool. I might check it out eventually, but. Uh what I was going to say is like it's for right now it's like one of those things that I know other media exists of it but I see it as just like a television show. So mm-hmm. for that it's like I'll wait and see what comes up but I'm I'm curious and it seemed like from what I did read about some of the the parents and then some of the kids and their powers are like who they really are or whatever it might have changed or might be changed. So um yeah I might just let that play out on TV and see um you know what what goes with it but uh that that's the last thing I was going to say really was just that um it doesn't really end. You don't really get much resolution in the show. And uh, it's been like a bunch of other ones I've been watching lately, like Dark and um, The OA. Um, and it's like I would definitely recommend the show, but just know that like it doesn't really give you a whole lot of answers to the mysteries that are there. It kind of gives right. you some of them, but then you realize there are just more mysteries underlying that, which is great. Um, mm-hmm. But I like to kind of warn people, you know, that it's like, um, there's definitely going to be another, you know, it has to be another season for you to get like the answers that you're probably going to need. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. But I'm pumped for it. So, well, good. Yeah. Hopefully it, it comes out later this year. I don't know what the scheduling is on, on any of it. I haven't yeah. looked into it at all, but, uh, but yeah, I'm eager for the, for the next season. Yeah. And, and cool. hopefully they keep the episode count around 10 oh, episodes or whatever. I heard 13 for the second season. So I thought that could be good though. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. think like any more than 13, I, that's what I start to get a little iffy about it, but, uh, 10 to 13 seems to be a good amount. And, uh, maybe, maybe they think the story, maybe they have a story already going and that's what they asked for, um, from Hulu and that they just need like a bigger arc and hopefully it's not just throwing in a bunch of fluff in the middle or something. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. 
We will see. We and uh, will. we'll see it from the from the pews of the Gaborim Church <laughs> in attendance. I thought we were going to see it through that little TV that his dad made, uh, the inventor dad. I can't remember all their names. Uh, that had a little antenna that spins around and stuff, and you oh, yeah. get like, the message from the future. <laughs> yeah. That thing looks so goofy. I loved it. I was like, that's some fun design, man. Yeah. Like, some of his, from his childhood, it's his old, like, tube TV with, like, a little antenna going around. I was like, this yeah. isn't going to work. Come on now. <laughs> he, made it, he made it work. <laughs> you have to do it. what you have to do. Yeah. Um, so I see that you added something new to the yeah. show script today, and I'm intrigued. Okay, so, cool. Uh, jump into it. I was just going to go into it briefly, but uh, we had uh, talked on our show about the uh, 2018 movies and stuff that's coming out that we're excited for this year. Uh, one was the still untitled Cloverfield 3 that uh, was supposed to come out sometime in February, even though it still doesn't have a title or any mm-hmm. real marketing at all. Um, you had uh, maybe tweeted at me um, uh, something from the Hideous Energy guys, maybe, about them like reviewing some of the... Cloverfield, like, marketing campaigns or something like that? Um, yeah, it was uh, like Erie International. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, they, were, they were doing some of that stuff, yeah. So I need to look into that still, but I they're doing, like, their viral marketing and stuff. They're doing some, there's, like, a website you can go to, and, and I love all that stuff, so um, that's, that's cool with me. But it was still, like, you know, they hadn't really given a lot of info, so I had heard that it wasn't going to be released in February and that it was pushed back for n- no time, but we just don't know when or whatever. Um so maybe like March or, or May or something like that. So then rumors started coming out in the last week, and apparently there there was updated on Slash Film the other day that there are there are talks going on that Netflix wants to acquire it and just release it on Netflix randomly sometime in the months coming up. And yeah. I, I just wanted to mention it because I love that series, and we've talked about it a little bit, and it's changed, but also because I think that's such a unique thing in this day and age, but also for this movie. I think it's really cool that... The first one came out of nowhere, and the second one also, like, we didn't even know it was going to be a Cloverfield movie until the end of that first trailer, I think, said 10 Cloverfield Lane, Mm -hmm. and, like, they've done a good job of keeping up the surprises, and and this day and age, it's so tough, and now it's like, oh, instead of the theater, they might just drop it on Netflix one day? That's fucking awesome. So (laughs) I just think that's really cool, and it seems like it's going to happen, so I'm intrigued that we might be able to do another Netflix show, you know, or Netflix movie coming Mm -hmm. up. Something we thought was going to be in theaters, and it's kind of cool. So that would be cool, yeah, to just have it show up one day, and yeah, like maybe it has like a um, like an uh, the the banner up at the top of the the Netflix mm-hmm. app or whatever that says Cloverfield here, but there's no like major advertising for it or yeah. whatever. That'd be that'd be kind of cool. It'd be so interesting, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I would uh, definitely look forward to that. Uh, I don't know anything about this new movie. I have no idea yeah. what what it's about which is how they like to keep it so and i think that's cool um because again that's just hard to do um these days you know with with all the technology and the leaks and stuff that we have it's just like hard to keep everybody from knowing everything about what's going to come out and Mm -hmm. like even during the runaways uh i have the hulu with the commercials and um they every single commercial break they show a commercial for uh black panther and I have to avert my oh. eyes and turn the sound down every time because I don't want to watch any more trailers <laughs> for it. But uh, there's like it's generally they just give that info out, and, and Cloverfield is going the opposite way, and they're doing an actual good job of keeping these under wraps. And like, still nobody knows what this movie is called or what it's about. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, but it has that that name cachet. Yep. To where people are just excited about it, just 
just because it's related yep. to Cloverfield. So that's definitely why I'm excited about it. So, <laughs> and they've done well with the last two. They were both awesome. So yeah, yeah, I really like those those movies a lot. And I think this is a really cool, like loose trilogy looks like. But I, I'm hoping it's just like an anthology sort of series that they just kind of mm-hmm. like do whatever and maybe they're connected just by name and it's just kind of like a twilight zone thing and i'm like that's it's fucking cool i'm down with it all yeah did the did the previous two movies do well at the box office you know i think so i think uh especially cloverfield i think was shot for for pretty cheap even though it had a lot of effects in the end um but a lot of it is you know, small crews running around doing like you know found footage. Tom type Cruise. Stuff. <laughs> Tom Cruise is running around. From Cruise. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, and so I, I think that one is pretty much low budget, and then it was like a big hit um, from that. But uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane, I'm not sure actually how well it did. I think it was critically reviewed really well. I'm not sure like box office wise, but enough to keep you know keep the series going. So evidently, yep. Does that answer your question? yep yeah that's just cool so i just wanted to mention that briefly uh that hopefully we'll see that on netflix in the next few months so fingers crossed all right so next we get to our next uh mcu rewatch recap of thor this time so there it is (laughs) (laughs) that's about how i feel about this movie oh really yeah it was like I watched Thor. <laughs> it was cool. I hadn't seen this one in a long time, but uh, I, I feel like I've been talking a little bit, so I want you to go ahead and, and uh, start with this this rewatch. What do you think again? Okay, so I liked this movie when it first came out. Um, I'd mentioned that on the, the previous episode, um, and I still like this movie mm-hmm. uh, quite a bit, but it does look different than what I... <laughs> expect now yeah. you know um what, the first thing that stood out to me when we started the movie is it has the paramount logo oh, at yeah. the beginning of it which Super is just weird. so so weird looking yeah um and were the first three i think i noticed that on the incredible hulk but did iron man was that also paramount or and iron man 2 was that um you know i don't i don't recall I seeing don't this. those logos on there yeah uh, I, I i don't remember uh, th- for some reason this really stood out to me it did though. too yeah for me yeah that's weird which is uh, which is strange, but um, whatever the case, we we do see the first appearance of Thor in the MCU, and he looks weird. He's got blonde <laughs> eyebrows and a weird blonde beard, and looks like he's got some weird blonde wig on it's uh, so for the weird. whole thing. It's so distracting. Uh, After you mentioned it, I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" Yeah, I, I I can't help but stare in awe yeah. that uh, this was done to this to this gentleman <laughs> was it me or like i thought i noticed towards the end though it got darker like his beard got darker it felt like i could see his face and more more clearly um because he honestly in the beginning he looks like a long-haired uh spencer pratt of heidi and spencer <laughs> you know what you know what i'm talking about with the flesh-colored beard with the flesh-colored beard that's what he looks like in the beginning it's so weird but i feel like later on i either i got used to it or it actually starts to like change a little bit like maybe they realize like after the they got some dailies back from the beginning they're like holy shit he looks weird you know <laughs> they like slowly introduced more dye as they yeah. went through the film i don't know could have been um or maybe they just like let it his beard grow out and it just kind of yeah formed into his natural color or whatever but uh, yeah beyond beyond that um i i overall still like this movie mm-hmm. uh, i know you're not a, a thor guy yeah um so that's that's not Terribly surprising, but um, 
Did, did you have any, like, specific problems with it? No. What's your beef? What's your beef, Stephen? <laughs> I wouldn't even say I didn't like it or had specific problems. I liked it. I was just bored more than anything. Okay. Um, and I, so I, similar to, to the Incredible Hole? Exactly. And for the same kind of reason, too, that I feel like um, a movie that I haven't seen in a while, it should really hold my attention because I haven't seen these characters in this way in a while. Um, mm. There was definitely some good points um, and I, that I liked a lot. and But it was also interesting after seeing Ragnarok so recently and seeing some similarities, actually, but um, a lot of the differences. Um, like Thor, the first movie, is actually funnier than I ever gave it credit, I feel. Mm-hmm. And especially whenever we we and everybody was talking about how funny Ragnarok is, and it really is, but like they do a lot of like goofy jokes in Thor. Um, and I was <laughs> he like... He gets hit by a car twice. Yeah, like... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And they make a big joke about it and stuff. Like, yeah. they do some really goofy things. Or, like, even him, like, smashing his glass on the floor when he, or his, whatever he wants more coffee or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, you can't do that here. But, like, the scene plays out really funny. Um, and he's he shows his comedic chops. It's just that mm-hmm. it's not quite the level um, that, like, Ragnarok well, I was going to be. But, mm-hmm. uh, but anyway, that was just, like, one thing. But um, there's a, a lot of differences, too, that it was kind of interesting. Like, the, the Warriors 3 and how they're just dispatched so quickly in Ragnarok. And in this one, it's like seeing them again, it's almost kind of like, well, really, what do they do? You know, like, <laughs> but they help out. You know, they're obviously a big part of the story. There's compatriots, yeah. Yeah, but uh, and Sif, like she's cool and everything. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I didn't hold my my attention as much as I think it should have over all these years or whatever. So yeah, uh, not a huge gripe or anything like that. Um, but just overall, I was just kind of bored. Going back and rewatching this, it seems like not only visually but also personality-wise, the um, some of the characters weren't how we think of them now. Like mm-hmm. specifically Loki. Loki mm-hmm. is much more serious in mm-hmm. this in this movie. Yeah. Uh, whereas in you know the Avengers on, there's some comedic elements. There's um, I, I, it seems like Tom Hiddleston's allowed to um, inject a little bit more personality into mm-hmm. his performances from that point but yeah. in this one he's just essentially playing it straight yeah. there's not really any comedic elements uh, to to his performance but um in rewatching this it seems like um the the family drama is at an all-time high mm-hmm. with this movie so um loki does seem like he should have been given the opportunity to be you know the the next in line like he's just got his shit together way more than Thor does, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> but uh, Loki ends up sabotaging Thor's ceremony uh, by letting the Frost Giants in. Yeah. And uh, so he's, he's you know, a, a dickhead from the, from the <laughs> beginning. But, um, you know, if, if he would have been uh, the successor to Odin's throne, I think it, maybe he wouldn't have gone that way. Hmm. I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to tell. Yeah. Um, and then later we see that Loki finds out that he's part frost giant and that yeah. revelation, um, just seeing that he's adopted essentially yeah. is, uh, something that, that, uh, kind of shakes him to his core. Um, but, uh, that horn, uh, helmet that he's got, man, it's just on point. Looks so great. the, uh, the frost people, I wanted to ask you about Frost Giants. Frost Giants, my bad. Uh, because my favorite football team. <laughs> the the only one you know. The New York Frost Giants. <laughs> I would watch a like sports with giants. It'd be awesome. Uh, <laughs> Dead bodies everywhere. <laughs> um, but so 
the adoption stuff plays out later in the movies and the movies that I watch more now and remember more now. But I don't feel that that really comes back that much again. Like his his half frost giant uh, heritage, right? It does not. Yeah, he doesn't. Like he uses his skin turns blue and he uses his like ice powers in this Mm -hmm. movie. Never revisit. Right. Okay. (laughs) I was like, am I missing that? And that's what's fun about it. Again, rewatching these the series and then being like, hey, yeah, that's never brought up again. Like he doesn't use that at all. Mm. Um, And so, yeah, I think that's interesting. Is it is there something there with. Can anyone hold the uh, tesseract in that thing, or uh, or whatever whatever's in that thing that he the, that's in the vault, or is that oh, one that not real? Weird, like block thing. Yeah, what is that block thing? A MacGuffin. That's like the fake. <laughs> is that the fake tesseract? Um, or is it a I fake something else? You know, I honestly don't know what that is. The, the tesseract is on Earth. Yeah. From uh, from Captain America times, mm-hmm. so that's still there. This is. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's, it's supposed like to be a, just like their power or whatever? It's a thing that somebody needs, okay. Stephen. They need it. So then, yeah. I, that was the only connection I could think is if that was supposed to be the Tesseract and it was like he could is the only, the only one that could handle that or something because he's a frost giant. and like, But that doesn't even play out, so. No. Scrap, nope. scrap that whole conversation. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know what that. I, honestly, I, I thought about that as I was watching. It was like, oh, I totally forgot about this yeah. thing. And then I see Loki picking it up and I'm like, oh, so it's not like Mjolnir, yeah. where only certain people can pick it up. So, and it's not like know. Loki's version of Mjolnir, where he's the only one that can pick that thing up. It seems like yeah. other people are going to do that. Mjolnir, mm-hmm. uh, whatever she calls it, Kathy <laughs> calls it. I I begrudgingly like her in some movies. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really care for her that much, um, and I definitely don't care to watch Two Broke Girls. But uh, actually, in this time, I remember being annoyed by her. The first time I watched this movie, and I actually kind of warmed up to her in this this one. Um, mm-hmm. She's not in it a ton, and it didn't really bother me as much, but she had some pretty good jokes. The the Mew Mew thing I thought was pretty funny. Uh, of course, we would get a Mew Mew from a girl named Cat. you know? <laughs> She's playing that. to her strengths. <laughs> They're like, well, you're hired. Your name obviously says it all. <laughs> uh, I don't think we need to have a audition. Right. Uh, but yeah, there was... Uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up was um, there are some spectacular effects in this and some really bad effects in this, yes, and it's very interesting. There, like anything that's like purely digital, um, with no like real world context, mm-hmm. seems to be pretty good. And then anything with like real world context is like just so so. Like the battles and stuff, some of them were okay, and some of them like where uh, there was one in the beginning where they were like recounting the frost giants and. Uh, and uh, I can't think of his name now. The the dad, Odin. Odin. Uh, yeah. uh, Odin like fighting him and stuff, and he was fighting the frost giants, and it just looked like totally fake to me. Like he was clearly the only real thing in a green screen room. Um, and then other times they're like flying through the portal or like the the rainbow road thing. Like they all mm-hmm. like like really cool. So uh, I was curious what you thought about that, but it was it was really a mixed bag for me. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Um, like the. Uh, when Thor and the Warriors Three and Sif all go to Jotunheim or Jotunheim and they're fighting the the Frost Giants and there's that big like Frost Giant like monster that mm-hmm. shows up and is chasing them and and uh, Thor you know brings down the thunder at a certain point and the the, the ground starts to give way mm-hmm. and as they're running on that it just looks so green screen yeah. you know like 
It's just they're not in real danger. Clearly, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this movie's a lie. <laughs> There's like a lot of perspective issues with that. Like the yeah. monster looks like he could clearly grab them, and he like falls down and reaches for them, and they're just like hopping from falling thing to falling thing. Like I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I thought the monster itself looked good, but mm-hmm. the um, the the uh, what do you call it? Like the the. <laughs> <laughs> What is it? Man. I don't know what like you mean. The, the, the landscape or whatever they're uh-huh. in. That's still the, not the right word. Like the environment. So I don't the know. The environment. There we yeah. go. I kept wanting to, to say atmosphere, <laughs> but I knew that wasn't right. But yeah, the environment that they're they're running in, it looks so fake. Yeah. Um, the, uh, more fake than the, the monster itself, and which then, is clearly CGI. But. And then there's people actually filmed on green screen yeah. and like i think what they have is like compositing issues they like the the people bringing all of the effects together didn't do mm-hmm. such a great job always to make it like perspective and then also like level of realism like i think the monster in itself and itself looks good but when he's near the people he looks like a digital creation you know i remember this movie coming out in 3d and i oh, didn't yeah. see it in 3d mm-hmm. but uh, i had a friend who did see it and he said that it looked really good and what it looked like to me when i was watching it last night is like Oh, this probably was done really well for 3D purposes, yeah, maybe. but as it was flattened for, you know, digital or, or Blu-ray or whatever, it's, uh, it doesn't look as good. Mm. So yeah, that could be. That's, that's kind of what it reminded me of. Um, but on the bad special effects point, yeah. uh, there was a, a part that really stood out to me for some reason, and I had never noticed it before. Yeah. Um, but I haven't rewatched this movie like I have, you know, Iron Man or The Avengers. Um, when Thor's hammer is in the ground and they've, that shield has built that, that, um, that facility around it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. When, uh, when Thor dies fighting the Destroyer later in the movie, or is about to die, and the, the hammer starts to quake a little bit. Mm-hmm. The CGI rocks and rubble that fall from oh, yeah. that release it. It just looks so bad. It looks like uh, Cabin <laughs> in the Woods, like RV uh-huh. type bad. Like they yeah. just like, hey, I've got an extra eighty dollars. Can you make this work? And uh, that's when I remembered that Chris Hemsworth was in that movie as uh, well. Yeah, that's so. funny. <laughs> around the same but, time, actually, right? Yeah, when it was yeah. actually shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he wasn't he wasn't Thor when he uh, when he shot. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. Cabin in the Woods. They they released it later, but yeah, uh, but yeah. So um, that's a funny connection. Yeah. What did you think of the Destroyer? Um, that was one of the things. I was just bored. Uh, it, it was okay. Um, and I, I actually was trying to think of this in terms of the general complaint about Marvel villains being um, not that great or, or not that strong, or whatever. And I was like, I'm cool with that because he's not really the villain. He is just like mm-hmm. a henchman who does what he's told and he destroys things. He's so, a, a security guard. Yeah, guarded. and it, I was like, that's Especially. totally fine. And then Loki is a good villain, so uh, and we find that out more and more as he goes along. So I would definitely say uh, that part of it I liked, and, and uh, the end credit sequence, which we can get to in a little bit, um, how it's getting to really setting up the Avengers now and like what we know Loki will come back and do. And so I was like, that was really cool to watch this again since I hadn't seen it in a while. But mm-hmm. uh, the Detroit was okay. What I, what I mainly thought about when I saw it was that whenever Days of Future Past came out and their um, Sentinels looked so much like the Destroyer to me and yeah. their, their powers like exactly the same that I was, I remember being like, so like, why did you guys confuse all of us and make this dumb? And now I can't look at this and not think of those. So <laughs> they really ruined both of it. <laughs> why did you confuse all of us and make yeah. this dumb? <laughs> That's my general, my general uh, question, I think, for these. 
So yeah, what do you think about the destroyer? I loved it. That's uh, I'm. Oh, it, just, it looks like a step right out of the comic page. Okay. So that, that that's a thing for me. So I have no connection like, to that. Yeah. Like I, like some of these characters. If I were to tell you, hey, you know, this is go look at this because this is what this character looks like in the comics. Mm-hmm. Like Thor doesn't look like Chris Hemsworth in the comics. There, there's different versions of his costume and. And uh, sometimes he has a beard, sometimes he doesn't. Not weird. Um, so it's kind of mixed match. He's got a pencil thin mustache. <laughs> yeah. Does he eat a lot of soup? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it does it in a real creepy way. It's so so bizarre. But we don't have them as a sponsor anymore, so uh, we can't yeah. can't really get into can't it. Can't even but, talk about their name. No, um, but uh, the destroyer, I would just be like, oh, it just walked directly out of the comic book page, and that's that's what it looks like. Yeah. So I I Fair love enough. it. I, I love seeing the destroyer anytime it's on stream because that's all it is. <laughs> it's literally called the destroyer, yeah. and it destroys things, and that's that's what it does. So I love the the destroyer fight when yep. he uh, shows up in New Mexico. Um, it's just it, it's just something big for Thor to smash on mm-hmm. to show how powerful. I mean, that's he cool. is, Essentially, you know, but um, but yeah, the 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 main villain of the the whole movie is is Loki. Mm-hmm. And um, you're right. Yeah, he's he's way more compelling than um, than anybody else in this movie. Yeah, I would say like even Odin, like he's mm-hmm. he's a um, kind of a little bit of a foil for Thor. And that, yeah. you know, Thor doesn't get what he wants because Thor's like uh, like like a college bro. Yeah. He's like wanting to hold <laughs> the ultimate kegger. But then he's he doesn't get to like. <laughs> Uh, his his uh, fraternity, is that right? Yeah, not a sorority, <laughs> right? It's just yeah, fraternity. How much we're involved in yeah, that. <laughs> he wants he wants to, to party at his fraternity, but yeah. the uh, the dean won't let him, so he gets real shit bitchy about it and <laughs> tries to go and fuck up another fraternity, and then the dean shows up on his 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 uh, several legged horse. I didn't realize this movie was this way, but you're making total sense. You're going beat for beat, and I'm like, yeah, that's, yep. So then uh, Thor's pledge, uh, who wants to be the head of the fraternity, uh, can't just because it's just not in the in the books. Yep. So he, he tries to, to shut down the fraternity. Man. And, yeah, he's not having it. But by that time, you know, frat bro has learned the error of, of his ways mm-hmm. and, you know, Took off his backwards baseball cap, and uh, he got with the nerdy science girl, right? Who was actually yeah. really hot. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> holy shit! That's that's another thing that leapt out to me uh, in rewatching this. I was like, damn, it's too bad uh, Natalie Portman's not in the MCU anymore. I, I know, right? But. Yeah, she's she's quite attractive. Oh, but you know what? So are our wives. <laughs> oh yeah, the other, they're very attractive as well. Um, <laughs> I think even they have a crush on Natalie Portman. Who doesn't have a, a crush on Natalie Portman, right? Well, it was funny because when we were watching the movie last night, um, Kat Dennings, uh, after Thor gets hit with the car the first time, Kat Dennings says, uh, does he need mouth-to-mouth or does he need CPR or something like that? And I looked at Brandy and I said, would you give him CPR? Yeah. And she goes, hell, I think you would. And I said, yeah, I wouldn't turn him down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, he's a dreamy guy, you know? Mmm, those pecs. <laughs> <laughs> got pecs for days <laughs> so the in, in credit sequence yeah because um, I, I definitely want to bring that up each time we talk about these movies yeah that's fun um, I had texted you earlier in the week that 
you know, I totally forgot about what this in credit scene. And as soon as I was like <laughs> sending that a text to you, I remembered what it was. Oh yeah. Um, awesome. Did you? No, did I you remember what I, it was. Not at all. No. Okay. So yeah, we see uh, Doctor Selving. Mm-hmm. Sel- Selvig. Selvig. Yeah. Doctor. Uh, gotcha. He he uh, shows up and talks to Nick Fury. Nick Fury shows him the Tesseract or the Cosmic Cube from the comics, mm. and um, then we see Loki step kind of into frame uh, in a reflection, and uh, we can see that Loki has control of of Doctor Selvig, and so that's really what we see in the Avengers movie mm-hmm. as it really picks up from there. Yeah. So. I was really um, excited when I saw that because I didn't remember that mm-hmm. scene at all. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is like not only did this movie introduce us to Loki, but it like really sets up the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I I looked at the release schedule for this movie mm-hmm. and um, I I didn't quite remember how it was. So Thor came out on May 6th, 2011, and mm-hmm. then Captain America came out on July 22nd in 2011. So this was another like double up thing kind of mm-hmm. like Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. And for some reason I had recalled them being spaced about a year apart, hmm. but I knew that wasn't right since this came out in 2011 and Avengers was in 2012. Oh, yeah. That'll be forever tattooed in my brain. Yeah. Like when I think of the year 2012, that's was like, hmm, I was doing this with these people around the time Avengers came out. Yeah. Like that's a <laughs> everything revolves around that's that. That's a a touch point for me. <laughs> that's good. But um it was a good year, but, man. We had the Avengers. Barack Obama just got elected. It's a good year. Re-elected. That, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even better. Yep. 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 It was, and, uh, everything was okay. Now here we are. Here we are again. <laughs> you a- know? Avengers Infinity War. And uh, we're here. Yep. <laughs> well, we've got one good thing to look forward to <laughs> That's right. this year, right? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so uh, overall, I like Thor. Um, I think it was just kind of... What what would you give it out of uh, out of a letter rating, letter grade? Oh, a letter, yeah, like A. But through you can't F? use you can't use A through D, uh, E or F. So let's start middle <laughs> of the alphabet. I would give I don't know like an L. Oh wow! All right, I'm gonna get some hate no. mail on that one. <laughs> let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. You really want to light up Steven? Well, what would you give it out of letters? Oh, I'd give it a, a I'd give it a B. Oh, that's not fair. Yeah, Our I scales can use those are letters. No, I mean it's okay. I didn't realize. I make up my own rules. That's well, just I didn't, that's, that's how we do things in America now, Stephen. That makes sense. That makes sense. My rules don't <laughs> apply to you. <laughs> well, I guess I guess I'm sticking with Elvin then. So that's what I got. Um, no, I, I would I would probably give it like a. Like, mm-hmm. Someone's excited. Yeah, I would he's give very it, upset at, <laughs> at your L grade. I would give it like a, maybe like a six out of ten. I think. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. What about yeah. you? Uh, out of ten, um, I'd probably give it. A, I'd give it about a seven. Yeah. So just just slightly higher than you. Yeah. So um, you've yeah. you talked about this like you just like Thor though like I I Thor is just like an okay character I've liked his roles in the movies, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't look forward to them. I look forward to Ragnarok more for a <laughs> I don't look <laughs> I didn't realize what I said. It just seems so catty to me for some reason. <laughs> it's 
fucking hate Thor. I will watch them. I do not look forward to them. <laughs> well, I didn't mean it that way. I just meant not as much as other ones. You right. know. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I like uh, like Ragnarok. I looked forward to more because of Taika Waititi than I did right. for just a Thor movie. Like he definitely mm-hmm. elevated that to me. Uh, and then uh, like I'm I am fairly excited to watch uh, the the Dark World. Is that the next one? Because mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I haven't seen that since it came out. I've literally only seen it once, maybe twice uh, ever. And so I've I've seen Thor at least like this may be my fourth or fifth time. So I'd seen it more times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm still like, not overall, like, like Ragnarok would probably be after, it'd definitely be after like a cap or an Iron Man movie. Um, something like that. And, and also this one was cool. The new one, because I had Hulk in it and I would love to see like a Hulk movie, but I understand they're just not, they don't have the ability to do that right now or the stories or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, so it's just overall, I'm just not as excited about that character as much, but how much mm-hmm. like out of the Avengers and stuff and the movies, like how much do you like him? Like the like this much. <laughs> <laughs> For those at home, I couldn't even see where Brand's hands went. <laughs> my my hands like reached out all the way to where they actually came oh, back man. and they touched the back of each other's hands. No, um, I uh, Captain America as, out of the Avengers. Let's mm. say the like six Avengers from the first movie. Um, Cap is my my favorite. Then uh, Tony. Then uh, then maybe Hulk and then Thor. Okay. Um, if I had to, to rank them. And then uh, probably Black Widow. And then a couple of uh, like side characters. Mm-hmm. Um, the key grip on <laughs> the Avengers. Uh, the best boy, uh, the assistant to the He's best boy. good. Yeah. Um, whoever put the playlist or the, uh, the, the, the soundtrack together. Um, and then like Hawkeye. <laughs> Because you know he's pretty pretty worthless <laughs> in that first movie, you know. Like, oh, that's doesn't awesome. get to do a lot, but we, oh, but we do see Hawkeye in this movie. I totally forgot about that. Did now you, you mention okay. it? Yeah, uh, I was like, wait, Hawkeye's running around. <laughs> yeah, he, he was in the movie uh, for what, maybe ten minutes, like here and there. Mm. Um, so Jeremy Renner showed up to set for maybe two hours and yeah, <laughs> cut all that, and then that was it. You know, Man. I was I was thinking as I was watching this, like, oh, they. They should have brought him back, like maybe towards the the end at a certain oh, yeah. point. But I was like, they do bring him back in other mm-hmm. movies, Brent. Oh. He's in lots of them. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> You're like, he's so useless. I didn't even notice. I, I have not even paid attention. <laughs> no, I, I do like him in, in later movies, but in that yeah. the first movie, he's just he's a villain, you know. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah. doesn't really uh, show up to be part of the the proper Avengers until later. So. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good point. And that'd be interesting, yeah, to watch that all play out because now, now I remember that he was actually in the movie Thor. So there you go. <laughs> Did not recall that before, but made his debut. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's move on to something we've been been waiting for is the return of Let's Bitch About Stuff. Excellent. All right, so do you have the the wheel ready? I have the LTAS wheel of bitching ready. All right. Do you want to go through the the I guess the topics on there. Um, yeah. So uh, Brent did the last two that we had. So he had to add some new ones and uh, mine stayed the same. So we have mall shopping, cheese pizza, shitty remakes, 
Roman numerals, which we're both excited about, but Brent put on there, mm-hmm. theater masking, and computers and movies and television. There we go. So I will spin this wheel. Mall shopping. But here's the thing. That's yours. I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> it almost landed on computers and, and movies and television, but uh, I will talk about it. Mall shopping. I put this on um, the last time we had this on the show. Uh, must have been around the holiday season, maybe. Yeah. Sorry, you were touching your ears, and I was like, "Can you not hear me anymore?" Oh, um, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> must have been around the uh, holiday season or, or shortly after that. Uh, and I had been grocery shopping actually, so it's kind of shopping in general, but. Uh, my general complaints are people don't know what they want or where they're going, and they seem to not care that they are in their own head and don't realize that there are thousands of other people around them that also right. are doing similar things. And when I shop, I shop with details in my head, or even if I'm wandering, I wander with purpose, and I wander knowing who's around me. And I do not stop in the middle of aisles, and I am aware. I'm aware all the time, and uh, that is very frustrating to be around. I feel like I'm even like hyper aware, is how I, I uh, describe it to Amanda, mm-hmm. of like where she is and where I am, and like, relation to other people if they're trying to get by or whatever. And other people just fucking they're like, hey, you know what? I'm not sure where I'm at. I'm gonna stop right here, wherever <laughs> I'm at. I'm just gonna stop, like. <laughs> That works in no situations in life. So don't do it. Don't do it in no, the car. I, don't do it at the, mall, at the mall. I am 100% on board with you Excellent. Uh, with all of this. Yes, yeah. It's, it's one of those things where it, even if the people do see where they want to go, they're like, oh, I guess I'll slow walk there in the middle <sighs> of the walkway uh, and take up all the space that I can. I'm really going to just start flinging my arms even though I'm going <laughs> at a snail's pace. Yeah, it fucking drives me nuts, man. Like, yep. they, they need to have their own area of the mall like there needs to be like a like a um a strip of walkway where mm-hmm. they can walk that's like oh yeah you know like when you go to the airport and there's that like escalator mm-hmm. like floor yep like they can have that and they'll still arrive after <laughs> us normal walkers you know <laughs> yeah um they can just sit there and just and stand on it and start drooling while they're looking around to see <laughs> what places they they may or may not need to go sounds like a plan to me Oh, uh, man. So, yeah. so frustrating. Amanda and I are really good about, like, weaving in and out. Because, mm-hmm. obviously, we're going to walk, like, side by side together. But, like, we'll be like, you want to go around? Yeah. And we'll, like, and get all around them. <laughs> and then we'll just grumble. But what, what I really don't understand, too, is that uh, I didn't expect you, obviously, to say that you were, like, for those people or that you do that all the time. Like, it seems like any time this is brought up in conversation, everybody's on the same page about this. And everybody grumbles mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if everybody does that, then why do we still have this problem? Am I not not talking to the right people, or are they lying that they don't do that, or what? Where well, I, where's the disconnect? I feel like I don't go to the mall very often, right? Mm-hmm. So if I need to go, it's for a specific purpose, like you said, and I'm gonna, I know exactly where I need to go. I'm gonna get in. I'm gonna get out. Yep. I'm gonna do whatever I have to to claw my way to freedom after doing whatever shopping <laughs> I need to do, right? Yeah. So these people are people that just go to the mall because, hey, let's go to the mall. You know, like there's mm-hmm. not really any specific purpose or intent there. It's you know, so it's weird. Just something to do. Yeah. So just walking around, and the worst part is when there's just like two or more bumbling people that are mm-hmm. walking, like you said, side by side because yep. they're together, just taking up a whole 
whole walkway and there's just nothing you can do but like walk slowly you can like <laughs> drift up behind them sit down have lunch and you know as you're done you can take another like six steps because they haven't made it too far and you're right behind them again so yeah yeah it's uh it's a nightmare it's definitely stress inducing no it absolutely is and uh so like woodland hills mall which is like the main mall in tulsa um mm-hmm. i guess is that where you still go if you go to a mall, it's the one if I, I have went to, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. an Apple Store in there, so yeah, yeah. So it's like the the main one there, and it, it's kind of like just like a snake. It just kind of like everything just kind of branches off. Like the big stores just kind of branch off, but it just kind of more or less like a straight set of stores that just kind of snakes around. Um, we have a, a mall, Memorial City, that that's nice. I like it, but it more like branches off and like spokes. So you'll get to like hubs where there's like a Starbucks in the middle, and then it's like to your up ahead is like down a hallway to like a big department store and to your left is a, a big hallway to a store and to your right. So where those spokes are, all of these people converge together and then it's like they're really like, well, I don't know where I'm going. So they run into each other constantly. So I feel like I even have like there's like some extra level where I'm going and I'm like I need to diagonally cross right here and it's like People do horrible in America with traffic circles, like with cars. They just like don't get them. And they're like the the most – they're the safest and some of the easiest ways if you just pay attention and do it. And it's the same thing, like the same concept. They just like – people just cannot navigate and they're just like bumble through like, I don't know what to do. And so what I specifically (laughs) hate is I'll try to go around them and when you get thwarted by another person going slow the other way or you might even meet up with another fast person like you and you're like, oh, and then you get stuck and you have to just like slowly walk behind them in frustration and failure because you didn't make it around. Yeah, that's the uh, worst. It just kills the momentum of your day. Man, I really need to get this out. <laughs> I feel really good. I feel a lot better. <laughs> All right. All right. You want to give it another spin? Yeah. I'm just saying dick a bunch of times. Dick, dick, dick. Sure, absolutely. It landed on mall shopping again. Let's spin that wheel. We're not having like great, great luck with this. Shitty remakes. Oh, go for it. All right. So please jump in at any point because this is another seemingly universal thing. But I'm going to try to give it layers because people talk about remakes a lot and how they don't like them. But I like remakes. I get excited about them. You cannot lie. <laughs> I I like to think of them as um, there are so many stories that have gotten passed down and told in many different ways throughout time, and that's fine. And and earlier movies that got remade over and over again, we've been seemingly fine with. But even now, all of a sudden, we're mad about them. Like Robin Hood, there are so many versions of Robin Hood from so many different eras of Hollywood. But like, if you talk about like a new Robin Hood movie, people are like, uh, remake. But it's like, no, that's a cool continuing story. Yeah. That people get to tell in a different way, and I find that kind of fascinating because I like the idea of how stories have been passed down through generations, and some have stuck around and some haven't, and that's kind of fascinating. Um, but what I really hate, though, are just shitty remakes. I think like we can we can differentiate from a bad remake and a good remake, and I really don't understand the ones that are out there for no good reason, and um, like that exist seemingly purely for, for money reasons that they're just like banking on a, uh, an IP that people know already. But, mm-hmm. um, I, I hate that, but also it's just like filmmakers will say like, nobody sets out to make a shitty movie, but I'm like, something gets lost along the way sometimes where I don't think people are always out to make a good movie. Sometimes they're just making like a decent movie that people will go see and that's where mm-hmm. it gets lost. So get a cash uh, grab. Yeah. And I really hate that. And, uh, I'm trying to think of some examples, but 
Um, even even sometimes, like, there's always gonna be someone that likes a movie out there, but um, there's a lot of like remakes in the last few years that have just like been forgotten, or they've been like revisiting a series, like um, doing like a, a prequel that nobody asked for or something, and it's just like, man. Sometimes, like, don't blanket statement maybe that all remakes are crappy or get upset that they're going to come out, but um, reward the ones with your money that you like, basically, and don't reward the mm-hmm. ones that you don't think look like they're going to be good enough. Like, Poltergeist, the remake that came out a few years ago, I didn't, I only kind of wanted to see it, and I regret even watching it, but I love Sam Rockwell, so I did. And he was good in it, but that movie was so, like, Stupid for just existing. It didn't need to. Nothing new happened in it. Um, mm-hmm. And that first movie is so, so good. And so it did, It gave nothing to the world. I don't think that they set out to make a bad movie, but I also am like, you guys didn't make, set out to make a good movie either because it's not interesting enough to, to be warranted in the world. So stuff like that, I'm just like, I didn't give them my money. I like found it when I was like for free on TV sometime or on an app, and then I was like, cool, I'll finally watch this. But I'm not going to the theater, you know? <laughs> Steven rant over. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> that was so funny. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> um, well, uh, I think a, a more recent example would be Ghostbusters. Like that yeah. was just a, a total reboot of a series. Yeah. Um, and it could have been better. Yeah, yeah. I was on board when it was going to be like a continuation, mm-hmm. but the reboot aspect of it, it turned it into a remake where... I mean, the characters are different, but yeah. we still have to set up, you know, them becoming the Ghostbusters, them getting their headquarters, them getting the yeah. the Ecto-1, all of that stuff. And it's just, uh, we've already seen it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, that's why I I like superhero movies, but in the first movie, we, we always know we're going to get the, the origin. You mm-hmm. know, you've got to set up all of that, and then by the time you get around to the sequel, that character is that character, and then you can just move forward from there. So that, I think that's one of the problems I have with a lot of remakes is mm. we already kind of know the the setup and everything. Yeah, I almost want to see just like a, a sequel to yeah. whatever that remake would be. Um, yeah. And also on the the Robin Hood front, I feel like we've already got the ultimate Robin Hood in the Disney version. It's pretty damn fox. good. Yeah, it's why we don't we don't need them anymore. <laughs> and I feel the same way about Peter Pan. Like we don't need any more Peter Pan stories. Yeah, let's at least let's take a break. You know, let's take a, let's so take a ten year break. Um, obviously, we'll have to do a new Peter Pan movie when a new Coldplay album comes out because they are <laughs> the soundtrack to Peter Pan. But uh, but yeah, let's let's give give it a little bit of a break at least. I, I feel like every time there's a new movie studio that pops up, they're like, mm-hmm. "Well, okay, so here's what we're gonna do. We have to do Peter Pan. It's public domain. We have to do Peter <laughs> yeah. Pan." So uh, we we have that on the slate, and then whatever else you want to do, like sex couch or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> we failed after our second feature, Sex Couch, failed at the box office. That Peter Pan though, that was stellar work. <laughs> I don't know where we went wrong. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so there you go. Like, I would say that I, I like the Peter Pan movies that come out, but uh, the last one that came out, I think it was just Pan or whatever. Uh, I didn't care to see. And so, yeah, maybe, was that maybe the one a break. With, uh, with Hugh Jackman then? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty sure. Was it just Pan? They were like competing properties remember. at one point, too. Like, there were two different Peter Pan movies either going to be made or they were made, and it was like confusing to everybody. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I get that, too. Like, when they're. 
that that seems like the you know like Hugh Jackman was in that. It seems like he's a good actor. That should be maybe good. Mm-hmm. And I think the director. I don't remember who that was, but I think they were good too. But it's kind of like no, it didn't really need to be told that way, and it wasn't that great. So uh, who even remembers that movie? Right now, I, I totally forgot about it until there you brought go. it up just now. So, and I'm not even sure what it's called or who directed it, and I don't think I've ever met anybody that's seen it. So, uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Wait, was this a movie or was this something that's just part of the like a government conspiracy injected into the public consciousness? I guess, I guess we'll never know because I'm not going to watch it. So, nope, maybe it doesn't. I'm not going to bother looking it up. <laughs> they're like, they're like, we're so confident no one's ever going to try to watch this. We're going to put it out there on the internet for you to buy. But there's actually no movie there because no one's ever going to try it. No one's right. ever going to click that button. So we're pretty confident in it. It's fine. Risk free. <laughs> yeah. Risk free, really. But yeah, uh, so just just better better things. Uh, I, I did want to say on the Ghostbusters front, um, there were some rumors um, about them doing like a shared universe where there were going to be multiple Ghostbusters teams like around the world. And that mm-hmm. would allow them to do like lots of different stories, uh, even somewhere like different teams team up together. And there was a an idea floating around, and it might have been part of the Sony hacks that got leaked and stuff, uh, their emails, um, that there's going to be one with Ch- uh, Channing Tatum in it as a Ghostbuster in a different city, and that maybe they would like cross over with the, the women Ghostbusters in this one. Mm-hmm. And I think that that sucks because that, that could have been their lead-in to the women Ghostbusters team, and they could have just done it on the nose, that they maybe they, that it was a world where they franchised the Ghostbusters brand and yeah. did that, and they were the first woman, all-woman team to do it or something. Mm-hmm. Like, that could have been the end, and that would have been a totally different movie and not... It would have been an origin story, but in an existing world where they're, like, fighting against the odds of right. a male-dominated culture and business and also fighting against these ghosts and, like, proving themselves, like... I, even right now, I would watch that movie. Right. But the movie that we got, I'm like, I just don't care. Because it's, like, yeah. kind of related. They, they do, like, a weird, like, remake, um, remake sequel sort of thing where it's, like, they didn't exactly exist, but, like, some of the, some of the stuff seems to exist or whatever. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just, like, weird. And it doesn't make much sense. So, um, yeah, I think it could definitely be uh, – they could have tweaked that a lot more and done a better job. But I don't know that they can save it now because – wasn't a good job the first time, so. Yeah, we've all seen it, and we're just like, yeah, eh, yeah, we're we're good. It's a shame. There's a lot of good let's, people in that. Let's Peter Pan this motherfucker and uh, not worry about it for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's uh, officially my rant over. Okay, well let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap up the uh, the show as well, cool. and um, and uh, we'll record the other one. <laughs> we'll go right back into it. <laughs> yeah, jump right back this into it. This is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTASpod. You can email us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. And please give us a rate and review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. We would appreciate it. And then be sure to follow Stephen on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. And so, yeah, that's going to be it. So until next time, five minutes for us. A week for you guys. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Let's talk Let's later. Let's talk later. <laughs> the sync word is Pluto Nash. <laughs> In honor of Kent. That's nice. That's yeah. right. All right. So Pluto Nash in three. Right. One, two, three. Pluto, Pluto Nash. Nash. I don't know. There's a pause. It felt like that was off. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be in there one way or the other. It'll be fine. It's, it's all fine. Totally
We'll sink it up. It's like America. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Everything's great. No, nothing's on fire. Everything's fine. Nope. <laughs> what mudslides? <laughs> if we just ignore it or hear everything and just move on like nothing happened, totally fine. Yeah. No, nothing to see here. There's a, a sect of people that seem to think everything's A-OK. <laughs> it's actually going really great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bumble through like, well, I don't know what to do.